Friday morning and welcome to the Bethel Baptist Bible Devotion Time. This is Pastor Donnie Schumann of the Bethel Baptist Church here in North Wilkesboro, North Carolina. I want to welcome you today. Hope you're doing well this morning. We're doing a Bible study through the Gospel of John entitled A Study or A Journey Through John. And we welcome you today. Thank God for you. Let's open our Bible this morning to John chapter number four, and we'll begin reading in verse number six. I thank God for the word of God. And we've been looking at uh, what Jesus was doing and uh, how that he had uh, reclused himself from the area of Judea. And he needed to go to Galilee because uh, the Pharisees had some ill intent toward him, and I believe it's evident uh, that Jesus knew that, and he knew that it was not his time to go to Calvary, and yet he knew the hearts of the evil men and what they really wanted to do. They wanted Jesus dead. They wanted him out of the way. So we see that the Lord leaves Judea, and he goes towards Galilee. And the Bible says he must needs go through Samaria. Leads us to verse number six this morning. He came to a city called Sychar. And we know as we study that, that's the Old Testament Shechem. And we learned a little bit about that yesterday. And I thank God for the lesson yesterday. And what, what an encouragement to know that uh, Jacob and Joseph and all the connection uh, to this place in the history and the geography of Israel. It's interesting as we study the Word of God, we find out that the Word of God is uh, all connected together, and it is. And today we look in verse number six, and let's read that verse together. Jesus is here, and he is he's come to this place, Sychar, and he is near the parcel of ground that Jacob gave to Joseph. And in verse 6, the Bible says, Now Jacob's well was there. Now, that's an interesting statement. Jesus, therefore, being wearied with his journey, sat thus on the well, and it was about the sixth hour. Now, again, we read the Word of God, and oftentimes we just skim over or skip over the Scripture, and we really don't consider and take time to look at each verse the way God would in, would intend for us to do. And I believe we should study the Word of God. It will help us today. 
But as I think about this and the statement in verse number number six, and it says now Jacob's well was there. That's an interesting statement as I began to think about uh, the thought and as we think about Jacob's well, I believe that it was just that. It was a well that Jacob had dug uh, sometime in his life. Now the Bible in the Old Testament talks about Jacob and him being a well digger, and he was. And let me say this, in digging wells, if you go to a place where there's not running water, then it is essential to have a well. And uh, where there is no water, there's no life. Anywhere there's not an abundance of water, there is limited life. Amen? And where there's no water, there's no life at all. And as I think about this, Jacob knew very well the importance of wells, because where there was not running water, there was uh, perhaps water in the ground. And so Jacob was a well digger. Now the Bible does not specifically say when Jacob dug this well, but tradition, and according to John chapter number four, uh, Jacob did dig this well, and we thank God for it. Uh, as you think about Jacob's well, uh, there is and has been over the course of years, churches or different kinds of religious buildings that have been built over this place in Israel. Today, there is an Eastern Orthodox monastery over this place that is called Jacob's Well. It is somewhere a half a mile from the city called Nabulus. And uh, Nablus, not you, and there's no you in the word, Nablus. And it's on the, the West Bank, and it's a half a mile, the, the, the monastery is a half a mile from this town. It's actually between two mountains, Mount Ebal and Mount Gersom, and it's there, and it's located there, and even today this monastery is built over the top of the well. And it's interesting, it is a fact of history that it is Jacob's well. And it's been handed down by tradition, and I believe it because it's here in the Word of God. And even though it may not be referenced anywhere in the Old Testament as this specific well, Jacob was a well digger. And so we know that he dug wells wherever he went, and this is one of the wells that Jacob had dug. So the Bible says, now Jacob's well was there. And uh, the well, not so important, but who was at the well is very important. And as we look at this, I want you to notice what the scripture says. Jesus, therefore, being wearied with his journey, sat thus on the well. So here it is that Jesus was wearied and he was tired. Uh, no doubt he was thirsty probably hungry, because he had journeyed from Judea up to through Samaria and going towards Galilee. You say, well, preacher, do you think it's just a, a happenstance that Jesus was there and come across Jacob's well? No, I think there was a divine appointment that was set. Uh, he was weary, and, and you think about this with me for just a moment, that Jesus experienced the same things that we do. You ever just get tired? Sometimes it's easy. And the older you get, it seems like 
tiredness is just a part of a regular routine of life. You get up and you work and you do and you become weary and you become tired. Jesus, the Lord God of heaven, experienced tiredness. God had never experienced tiredness before until the embodiment of God in the Lord Jesus Christ. And Jesus, being God in the flesh, experienced life just as we do. The Bible says in Hebrews 4 and verse 15, For we have not an high priest which cannot be touched with the feelings of feeling of our infirmities, but is, was in all points tempted or tested, that's what that means, like as we are, yet without sin. Jesus experienced life to the fullest degree. He experienced tiredness. Jesus knew what it was to feel. He had emotions and he had everything that we go through in life. Jesus lived a human life. He experienced it to the full. And I thank God for that. And him knowing where we are and how frail we are and our feelings, he knew and he knows even now what we go through in life. That should encourage us today. And I thank God for it. As I'm looking here in the Word of God, I see something else in verse number 6. The Bible says, let's reread the entirety of the verse. And we're going to bring it to a conclusion this morning. And we're going to actually pick back up uh, in verse number 7 on Monday. But the Bible says, there cometh the, now Jacob's well was there rather. And Jesus, therefore, being wearied in his journey, sat thus on the well. And it was about the sixth hour. Now, for the Jewish people, the day began, their day literally began at 6 a.m. That was the time, that was the, the time of the beginning of the day. And so six hours would bring them to 12 o'clock noon, our time, and that is what it is. It's 12 o'clock. So to help you and I understand it, it was lunchtime. It was time for something to eat, no doubt. We, we have the mindset of that, and many people have questions about that sixth hour. And the word six is a very interesting word, and it's a very interesting number. As you consider the number six, it is the number of men in numerology. If you study Bible numerology, you'll find that the number six is it, it represents man, and we'll, we'll not go off into a study on that this morning. But I find there are many different things that we could say about the number six. Why was Jesus there at the sixth hour? Why was that? Why did the woman come to the well at the sixth hour? I don't know. I honestly don't know. I've heard many people say, well, it was because that she was a social outcast. And that very well may be. But uh, I do know, and I will say this, as someone else has already said, I heard them say this a while back, uh, maybe a couple of years ago, but they said, I believe that they, that she, I know that why she came to the well at, at uh, the sixth hour, because she was thirsty. And that's very true. Amen. So we'll leave it at that this morning. But I'm glad that we serve a God who has divine appointments. He's right on time. He knows where we are. He knows uh, where we're coming to. And he knows the points in our life. And you know what? The amazing thing is Jesus was there before she was. 
And can I say to you, when you meet the Lord, he's there before you are. Amen. And he knows you and he knows what you need. And I'm glad that he does. The Bible says in Psalms 118, verse 24, that this is the day the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Can I tell you to rejoice today is a choice. And we should rejoice if we're saved by Jesus and we know him as our Lord and Savior. We can rejoice today. Well, the story of Jacob's well, it continues on Monday morning, 8.30 a.m. for another Bethel Baptist Bible devotion time. And until then, this is Pastor Donnie Shumate bidding you a wonderful Friday. And God bless you. Hope you have a great weekend. Lord willing, Monday morning, we'll see you right here. Bye-bye. Child, I know you're sorry for all.